This is The Tallest Kindergartner, brought to you by IHI, Indiana's Health Information Exchange. IHI enables healthcare providers to deliver services that make a real difference in health and healthcare. Hey everybody, it's John Kansky for an episode of The Tallest Kindergartner. And I wanted to uh, uh, reflect a little bit on TEFCA, uh, something that if you're not thinking about, you probably should be. Uh, we know that the Sequoia Project, the recognized coordinating entity, recognized coordinating entity, is um, hard at work on a draft common agreement, and um, that will be the next thing that we see and have the opportunity to review and comment on. So probably a good time um, to uh, reload Tufka into our brains. Uh, but I did a recent episode um, on what it was like to be uh, on high tech and uh, referenced um, uh, policy making uh, that's going on now. Uh, and um, Tefka is one of the um, most important things that's going to happen to in national interoperability, uh, probably, uh, possibly for the remainder of my career. Um, so I wanted to spend a little bit of time on that. I'm going to try and avoid. Um, giving you uh, an opinion uh, on uh, Tefka good or Tefka bad. Um, uh, frankly, uh, as, as things sit right now, we don't, we don't know yet uh, because there's so much that uh, remains to be hammered out uh, between um, ONC, uh, the RCE, and um, the market itself. Uh, but the other th reason I'm uh, going to avoid that, besides the fact that it's just good judgment, um, is the this feels like uh, one of those things that um, people are going to be proven wrong on one day, um, whatever side you come down on now. Um, what do I mean by that? Uh, well, if you think about the possibilities of how TEFCA is going to play out, um, we could have TEFCA come out and there could be rapid adoption uh, that leads to undeniable value. And we could look back at this in um, three to five years and say, wow, whoever said that was a bad idea, it was clearly wrong. Uh, on the other hand, um, this could still land with a thud, uh, meaning um, there could be little or no adoption. Um, there could be uh, pushback by major stakeholders uh, uh, in the interoperability equation that could um, uh, make this essentially, I mean, it is a, uh, uh, um, not, uh, not a mandatory regulation. Um, what's that word that means not mandatory? Uh, voluntary, thank you. Um, uh, but um, uh, if it, it will know in three to five years if the government or um, if the market has accepted it and embraced it. Uh, what else could happen? Uh, well, we, it could feel a lot like what we have now uh, in terms of interoperability that sometimes works, sort of works, but that no one is entirely uh, ready to declare victory on, except that we will have added a layer of uh, good old federal government um, to it, which um, uh, would not be perceived as a, as a, as a victory if we, if we don't have awesome interoperability um, uh, as compared with what we have now. Uh, but I really feel like the most likely thing that's going to happen is that um, three to five years we're going to look back at Tefka and say, wow, that was harder than we thought. It took longer than we thought. We achieved uh, a bit less than we thought. Um, and maybe it will require more government levers to drive adoption than we thought, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so um, 
we'll just have to wait and see. But that's, um, that's why I'm not uh, going to be dumb enough to weigh in on whether this is a good thing or a bad thing for those uh, two reasons. Uh, but that leads me to um, one observation and one uh, allegedly thoughtful question that I wanted to pass along. So my observation is that um, I've learned that policy is a blunt instrument. It's, it's hard to do surgery with a butter knife. Um, what I mean by that is, is that um, uh, I feel like observed that when a policymaker wants a very specific outcome, they want to see interoperability, which means that they want patients to have access and control of their own information, and they want nobody to be, uh, no organizations to not be sharing their information. When they want very specific outcomes, they tend to make rules that are more prescriptive. The, 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 they make rules that uh, don't just describe what they want to see, but uh, they, they, how they want to see it. Um, and I, 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 my opinion is that that's usually um, not uh, a great direction for making policy. Uh, too much specificity um, uh, is, is usually a bad thing. The question that, um, uh, that I think about um, a lot or that I would uh, encourage you to think about is... Um, I believe that Congress uh, perceived a market failure uh, in putting the requirement that there be a Tefka in 21st century cures. Uh, and so my question is, is, was there or is there a market failure uh, when you consider – I remember uh, somebody walking up to me and saying, hey, there's these electronic uh, – we used to call them electronic medical records – um, uh, it's going to be great uh, in healthcare. They're going to be adopted uh, rapidly and solve all kinds of problems. That was 1986. Um, so it's taken a long time to get from 1986 to where we are now on electronic medical records or electronic health records. Um, and it's only been in the last six-ish years that we've had the creation and emergence of Commonwealth, of Curie Quality, of the e-health exchange being spun out of the federal government. Remember the nationwide health information network and the NIN. Um, we didn't have Chic and we didn't have patient-centered data home. All these things that have, have clearly been uh, steps forward and maybe sometimes uh, sideways or backwards, but always ever forward uh, towards better interoperability. These have happened by the market in the last six years. So is there a market failure? No one would declare victory yet. No one would say that um, we have an interoperable healthcare system. Or, uh, but um, uh, do, is it right to bring in the butter knife um, to do surgery at this stage. Um, so I, I'd like to think that, or, or my view is, is that um, Tefka uh, hopes to be a simple solution to a complex problem. And it's not that there, there are never simple solutions to complex problems, but when there, when there is, uh, it's because that simple solution is 
um, uh, brilliant in its conception and elegant in its design. So for Tefka to ultimately be that solution, uh, we're going to need brilliance and elegance, and we've got some work to do to hammer that out. Okay, that was my thought for the day on Tefka. Uh, would love to hear from you. Any feedback? Uh, feel free to contact us at info at ihi.org. Thanks. And that concludes another episode of The Tallest Kindergartner. As always, feel free to email us at info at ihie.org with questions or feedback. Thank you.